Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. Hope you've all had great weekends and looking forward to the week ahead. And I suppose with that in mind, I came across a very interesting article around why the role of a chief data officer fails. And I could actually then see some parallels between that and finance. And I think there's some useful thinking in there for us to be mindful, maybe not just the week ahead, but beyond that in terms of how can we do the right things and avoid doing the wrong things to make sure that we're not failing in what we do and actually are delivering an impact, a meaningful impact to our organizations, as well as something that's going to help us positively in our careers. And you know how I like to start such conversations like this with some data points. There was a Gartner survey done that suggested that by 2019, 90% of large organizations will have hired a chief data officer and they also predicted that 50% of those CDOs or chief data officers will fail. One of the main reasons for that failure was the thinking that the chief data officer has to move simply beyond the data to conduct a more holistic analysis of how organizations work, how decisions are made, how they feed into performance management, and also what value do organizations place on data. And I think in finance, we've been fulfilling a lot of those roles within our organizations because let's think about it, financially speaking anyway, we've been recording a lot of the transactions that flow through our organizations and are particularly when they get rolled up are the ones that are used for determining the financial or strategic success of our organizations. And given that we still have a lot of human beings within finance and organizations, we're also beholden to human performance management systems as well. So if you really value success into the future, one of the key areas to avoid having failure on is not having a seat at the table when it comes to actively designing what those performance management systems look like. And as part of that and building the cases around those, it's actually linking, well, what is the value of having good quality data in those performance management systems? and making sure there's a budget set aside to do that. If you look at the way that a lot of the businesses are going towards software, the reason they're doing that is largely to close feedback loops or to put in place cybernetic systems that feed data back into their performance management system so that they can make better decisions going forward. If you look at uh, an old world enterprise like airlines, if you look at Southwest or Ryanair, for instance, they're very low cost operators. It's, it's amazing to think that they make any profit whatsoever, but where they're making a lot of their money, particularly the higher margin activities, is using the software to feed data back into their decision-making processes so that they can sell on ancillary services that are higher margin, such as hotel stays, getting affiliate fees on events, the upselling element of it, so growing the average revenue per user beyond just a simple airfare. And likewise, it's similar with retail. If you look at, say, Amazon, Amazon, people think it's a retail business. Actually, Jeff Bezos back in 2004 addressed the town hall and said, no, Amazon's not a retail business. It's a software business. And as part of that, allows you then to feed the data back into making better decisions and drive more value for the business. So thinking about how can data be leveraged? How is it valued? How is it used in driving better performance management systems? Is data value that much where it's actually given a section in the budget. If I look at my own team, we have a person who's in charge of data, getting the data, making sure it's clean. So we actually do put a value on it for better decision. 
And then as team members are accessing those data via the various applications we have, we record the better decisions in value logs. So we can actually put a quantifiable return on the value of having good data that our team uses in the performance management systems that we have. And another key area pointed out where chief data officers are failing is that they're not perhaps taking part in business review meetings. And that's one of the great things about being in finance is we have access to data, we have access to decision makers. So more often than not, we are in those business review meetings. And when we're there, we actively become part of the decision making process and can see what data points are required to make better decisions. And then hopefully we use some of our training to rather than use data points or performance indicators that are, are based around gut feel that we've actually taken the time to see whether or not there is a correlation that they do have some valued impact by including them in our performance management systems. So again, I think I, I do feel a little bit sorry for the chief data officers that they probably don't have the same historical or traditional strengths or that positioning already in an organization that a, a finance leader or finance professional might have. But really, it's for us to try and leverage that to the best of our ability to support our organizations. And that will also help us have more rewarding and meaningful careers ourselves. And I suppose another thing to consider, again, is scanning this environment around data, around information and insights and so on. That's why in this week's guest mentor interview, we've got insights from a very comprehensive study on how finance views information, how it can help the business and is interacting with our IT organizations and our chief information officers. So, so some really great insights there. I encourage you to tune into that later in the week because that's the main reason of bringing on guest mentors onto the Strength in the Numbers to share with you what's working, what's not. Uh, Sebastian, who's our guest mentor this week, he actually talks about outside of the study, he actually recounts some of the experiences that his network of CIOs and Fortune 100 companies are relaying back to him about how they view that work in relationship with finance, what's working well and what could work better. And also touches on why it's important to be doubling down on business cases too which again, it's something where we've got a lot of strength, existing strengths and assets already. So I think the big failure here is is not seizing that opportunity because we've not been able to use the data we have at our disposal to convince our organizations that data is indeed valuable and we can put a return on it. So look, hope you enjoyed this week's Monday Memo. If you did, please remember to share it with your friends and colleagues. We really appreciate it when you do and you can subscribe on all the major platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube and Spotify and really hope you have a great week ahead. So until next time, take care of yourselves and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers. <laughs>